0: Um, I'm talking now with Jenna Guillaume, author of What I Like About Me, You Were Made For Me and her brand new novella The Deep End. Jenna you're a pop culture queen and you were previously the editor of the sealed section at Girlfriend. I would like to hear a little bit more about that but first I wondered if you um, could tell us a bit on how you got into writing for teenagers. Uh,
1: Great question. I've, I've been writing for teenagers my whole career basically as you said I started out girlfriend magazine i basically yeah i was at uni and i was um i don't think i deliberately was like oh i'm gonna write for teenagers but i was doing journalism and i um, was doing a bunch of work experience positions basically we spend a week at different at the time i wanted to get into magazines so i was doing different work experience and magazines and i spent a week at girlfriend magazine and i just loved it so much i loved the team I loved the content and I loved the the readership as well. I was not far out of my teens myself and it was very close to my own heart. So um, when I I kept in touch with the team there and when I left uni, I I got a job at a girlfriend. And so I worked there for five and a half years. And through that, that was when I really, um, you know, I'd been reading YA as a teenager, obviously, but then as an like couple of years at uni I thought maybe I'll like I tried to get into the serious English literature kind of stuff um but then back working at Girlfriend I obviously wanted to stay on top of what readers were interested in and and I got back into YA and fell in love with it all over again and I think that was what made me want to write YA as well And, and to extend what I was already doing writing for teenagers um and yeah so it took a few years but I ended up getting there and writing
0: some YA as well That's amazing. And what I've loved about your books is the way that they really honour friendship, um, female friendship, but also friendship between all teenagers and really great family. Well, not necessarily great family relationships, but I love the representation of family in your books, Um, as well as uh, this real commitment to sort of body positivity and acceptance. And I wondered if you could talk a bit about whether that's intentional, how you how you approach it. Yeah,
1: both of those things are really intentional for me. I think um, actually working at Girlfriend Magazine, my own experience as a teenager and then working at Girlfriend really reinforced the significance of friendship and body image in your teen years especially. I mean, throughout your whole life, but especially in your teen years, I think. um, You know, there's so much pressure at that time on how you look um, and you just feel like you're all raw nerve endings and just like you just want to fit in and you just want to be accepted by other people and um, at the same time like your friends really reflect who you are and um, as you're trying to figure that out yourself and so they play such a crucial part in your life and can have a big impact on how you see yourself as well so I think that's really um, there were things that I wanted to explore when I was writing what I like about me my first book and very deliberately the friendship and then the body body positivity were the two factors that came through really strong as well as the romance I obviously wanted to write a romance just because I love romance but Those are the two kind of themes that I really wanted to explore. And then I think, I guess, I guess it's just the the things that I'm interested in. So it has become a bit of a a running theme through all of my work from that.
0: I agree. When thinking about what to write, think about those things that come to you every single day and they're they're the ones that are going to stick and that you're going to find joy in writing in. Um, With um, What I Like About Me, I really loved, it reminded me a little bit of Dumplin in a great way. and I wondered. Um, about the teen response I imagine your books really attract really lovely response from readers yeah it's been
1: really beautiful it's interesting you mentioned Dumplin because I was in the middle of writing what I like about me when Dumplin came out and they both obviously when you you do the elevator pitch the bare bones of it they've sounded like the same book is kind of like a fat girl enters a beauty pageant and works through her self self-esteem and that kind of thing And so I had a bit of a meltdown and I was like, oh no, this book already exists. Should I keep writing? And I had a a great writing teacher. He was like, no, keep writing. You know, there's, I mean, there's only so many stories in the world. There's always gonna be like similar stories, but each writer has their own voice, obviously. And also by mine being Australian, um, set it apart as well. And I was very deliberately trying to write a very Australian story. And so people have responded really well to that, both the like the aussiness." (laughs) um you know without being like I tried really hard to balance like I didn't want to be like Crocodile Dundee Australian like but actually <laughs> you know how Australia is and, and it's a summer romance and so I wanted it to be an Australian summer romance where you're experiencing the holidays and you go away to a daggy caravan park with your family and you you know you eat sausage sizzles and pavlovas, and all of that stuff so um people responded really well to that and then also to the to the body positivity stuff um, I've had a lot of really nice messages about people talking about um, even how Maisie writes, starts to write a list of things she likes about her body and people told me that they've started doing that and that's really special and really nice. Yeah so um, that's probably the most rewarding part of the whole process.
0: Yeah and I'm loving this emergence of books for younger teens because I love YA and I write YA but it creeps up I think um uh, it, it's probably to do with teenagers having that independence and so if you make them older they can do other things but I loved that caravan park setting and Maisie and her friends um I could smell it I can just I really could smell it it was so relatable and the romance absolutely throughout all of your books um I I think reading it and it's probably to do with writing for that slightly younger that real true teen readership the swoony romance and the, mm-hmm. the it's like reading it as an adult is almost like cringy with how much you re- remember from your, your teenage years. How do you capture those awkward teen moments? That's a good question. I, I think I remember, like, I remember very vividly what it
1: was like to be a teenager and have crushes. Um, and also like the boy I started dating, like this isn't like, I don't recommend this for everyone, but he, I ended up marrying him later <laughs> as an adult. And so I think like teen romance, the initial dating period is actually the only dating that I've experienced and so I guess it's like very ingrained in me that like that's kind of like very natural that it's the it's the looks that you like you you look at look at them and they look away but you know you catch them looking at you out of the corner of your eye and like the fluttery feelings and do they like me back or you tell your friends and you know kind of like they tell their friends and it's all like rumors are swelling around but you don't talk to each other and it's all very awkward but very sweet um yeah I think there's just something about them that's really appealing and I think I just um yeah I just remember it really distinctly <laughs> I guess um and it's I think it's fun because um you can play with the, t- I often think in romance, the most fun part of reading it and, and or watching it, whatever, is often the tension and the build-up before anything actually happens. And so much of that is happening when you're a teenager. Like a lot of the romance is actually in that space. So I think that is really fun to play with.
0: And I've seen um, online, you um, you obviously have a great interest in pop culture, but in film and television, and I always really appreciate the way that you talk about film and TV, Um online and I imagine that helps with your writing
1: yeah for sure I'm so influenced by tv and movies obviously I've always been a big reader but I've always been a big screen watcher as well Um, and I think especially probably as I said like when I was a teenager I was very into teen shows like um this is showing my age but like Dawson's Creek and The O.C. Um, And they all are full of those like fluttery, like when I watch those shows, I still get those fluttery feelings. And so like, I think tapping into that is really, has been really key. And then I think even then going on to work at Girlfriend and um, later Buzzfeed, like I've always just stayed watching (laughs) teen media and I still love it. So um, it definitely, it's always a good reminder. And like, there's a certain aesthetic with teen movies and TV shows, I think. And it's just, a really joyful place to be i mean there can be a lot of angst as well but it's just a really um i guess all the emotions are really on the surface and so it's it's really interesting storytelling yeah so i definitely get a lot of inspiration
0: <laughs> yeah i um a real joyful moment for me last year was watching the first season of the babysitters club the new netflix babysitters club and it was so perfect i was a child of the 90s so the original movie and tv series i watched and thought was great but this whew, new level I loved it.
1: I loved it so much. I was really nervous because it was very dear to my heart. I've actually got, I don't know if you can see, but I've got all my Babysitter's Club books on the shelf behind me that they're from when I was a kid. I I kept them and um, I collected them and kept them all these years. But, um, and I love the TV show movie from the nineties as well. So I was very nervous, but I was so relieved. I thought they did such a beautiful job of keeping the characters really authentic to the books, but updating them for a modern audience and I, I'm so excited because the second season is starting soon. <laughs> um, this isn't this show is not for me, but it kind of is. It's for original fans of the books as well, so
0: it's great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I'm really excited about it as well. And um, so I recently just read your new book. Well, your new novella. It's this little weenie book. <laughs> a, <new> book. <laughs> a deep end. Um, and oh, I've got two. I a couple of things I wanted to. The romance in this one is so beautiful and I was really impressed with the way that it rang so true and it felt really authentic, even though it was such a short story. Um, And I watched a little bit of your Insta stories when you were going through the writing and editing process. So I wondered if you could talk a little bit about how this book came about and how it was different maybe to writing um, a novel.
1: Yeah it was quite different um it was all on a really condensed time frame for one I usually like say with my first book that took me a few years to write it took me a few years to write off and on and then um my second book took me about a year um and so this was basically um I knew the Australia I I saw the Australia Reads campaign last year and they released some books from that and there were some novellas in that and I remember thinking like oh I'd love to write a novella that would be so cool like it feels like Um, a different kind of challenge because it's not particularly easy to tell a a decent story in a really short time frame. Um, And so when I saw the campaign was coming up this year, I talked to my agent about doing it and, like, really wanting to take part in it, and um, we brainstormed ideas for it. This was probably in January, I think. Um, We brainstormed some ideas and uh, talked about what could be, like, a really Australian subject that I could tackle in a novella that maybe wasn't worth a whole novel but could be an interesting little story and there were a few things we we're tossing around but one of them was a swimming carnival because that's such just such an Australian thing and I think we don't often see it in fiction at all um and I remember you know the fear I would have around swimming carnival time and sports carnival time and just like feeling sick about it being like I don't want to participate I don't want to do this um and so and I feel like that from, who, from talking to my friends and just from growing up in Australia, like I feel like that's quite a common feeling. Um, and so I thought that was something really interesting there to be able to tap into. So I basically went away and I immediately like wrote a chapter, which was the first, the first chapter in the book, which is when Rosie, the main character, um, is participating in the swimming carnival, but she kind of stops midway through her race because she can't really swim very well. Um, She can kind of like get you, she can get through the water, but she's not, she doesn't have any kind of technique or anything like that. She just feels so humiliated. So she kind of drags herself out of the side of the pool and everyone's like staring at her. And she just feels absolutely mortified. Um, And so that chapter, I felt, it felt, I felt quite strong about. I felt like this immediately, like she kind of sprang to life as a relatable character that I felt I could go somewhere with. And then there was Jake who was watching in the background, who's kind of the love interest. And I thought, okay, he's interesting. What can I do with him? Um, and so I sent it off to my agent and then she really liked it too. And so we had to basically get my publisher on board um, and they were, they were excited about it and excited about Australia Reads. And and then from there we pitched to Australia Reads. And yeah, when, they, when I got the go ahead that I was going to be an ambassador and they wanted to Published the novel as part of the campaign. I basically, gosh, what I had about probably a month maybe to turn around <laughs> a draft. Um, but I actually did the, the other than the first chapter, I did the first draft in about a week and then obviously went back and reread it and redrafted and that kind of thing. But it was a much quicker process. And then even like the editing from there, it was kind of like back and forth very quickly over about a month (laughs) and then I, you know, within another month, I kind of saw the cover and then it was going off to print. And so it was like, and you mentioned my Instagram updates, like I wanted to do Instagram updates because I think people are interested in the behind the scenes of making a book, but it often just drags out over like years at a time. And it's such a long process, but I was like, this is actually like, kind of like a little microcosm of the whole process, much, much quicker, much, much smaller. But um, yeah, a good sample (laughs) size of the whole thing, I guess. So it was, yeah, it was definitely, it was much quicker than usual. And I think also um, with the length of it, like I could only get into like one one aspect of these characters' lives, as opposed to say with a novel, you might have, there's a lot of different things going on and and you're balancing different subplots and that kind of thing. This was very much like, it was the the surface story that I tried to go deep with, but um, very much like, um, stripped to the essence I suppose.
0: Yeah well interesting you say that it's that surface level but um, at the same time you've got these beautiful characters every single character that you do meet is really well rounded and I loved those little moments in the schoolyard like where um, Rosie and her friend are having their lunch and that you you feel the world is really rich behind it Um is other uh, like I imagine all those side characters is something that you always explore in your writing it comes through so I'm, I hope you work at it um and building that really realistic world definitely I think I always
1: um I always want to ground it in in like a really firm reality and I think something that Say with my second book, I actually got criticism about um, just from some, you know, online reviews and that that there was too many friends <laughs> in the group because um, she's, she's got, she's in a friendship group of like five friends and there was too many to keep track of. And I understand that from a reader perspective, but it felt really important for me as a writer because I think that's the kind of friendship group I had at high school. You know, I had my one friend or two friends that I was very close to, but at lunchtime I would sit with a bigger group of people. And um, just little things like that, like it just feels really important to me. Even though, um, you know, within the constraints of a story and with, and
0: fiction, like I want it to feel as real as possible. Yeah, that is a challenge because exactly your your reader doesn't want to get confused. And similarly, like I had three Jesses in my high school group, um, <laughs> but yeah. you couldn't get away with that if you were writing it. Like, Jess P, Jess C. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think <laughs> I have read a few really great examples of that, but um, yeah. I, it's, I kind of want to write a book where everyone has the same name <laughs> just see what happens <laughs>
1: that would be a fun challenge
0: <laughs> maybe just for me <laughs> your you have also been published overseas so some of your books have come out in the states and I wondered if you could talk a bit about that
1: yeah it was really exciting um, to be published in America because I did not never expect you to because as I said I deliberately created very Australian stories and America in particular um, tends to not to be as open to outside uh, cultures. Um, Even one that is in a lot of ways similar, very different in some ways, but similar in others. Um, So I was surprised that they they got picked up and really pleased and um, there were, the editing process was interesting. Um, There were things that I thought would change that didn't and then there was things that I never expected to change that did Um, and so Things like, for instance, with What I Like About Me, which is I wrote as a summer romance and it's diary entries. So, you you know, she's got the dates on it. So it says December 23rd, 24th, et cetera. Um, They felt that it would be confusing for an American reader to read those dates and have her talk about summer because it's winter there. And so (laughs) um, they requested that I remove any reference to summer. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like but it's a summer story and it's a summer romance they spend the whole time at the beach <laughs> and they're sweating and it's hot and you know that's kind of the whole point point." and they're like yeah yeah it's it's okay like it's they're still on vacation somewhere warm but just 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 don't confuse people with the word summer so that was something I kind of pushed back against but they were very they were very firm that it would put American readers off so um, you know, I, you know, which I just trusted that they know the market better. So I took out any references somewhere. It felt very strange, but like little, like things like that, where it's like, it doesn't fundamentally change the story, but you just, you, you just don't expect that that's going to be
0: something that readers would find challenging necessarily. It, and it seems to be a common experience. It's a funny little quirk, but, um, I love the fact that your very Australian story is accessible to readers over there. So
1: yeah it was really exciting and um I was I was a bit upset because I was meant to go over um in April last year which is when my first book came out over there and obviously that got cancelled um so I still haven't been able to see it on shelves (laughs) in America but no it's good to know that it's there and um to occasionally hear from readers from overseas is really special as well
0: yeah and so thinking about this really strange couple of years that we've been having um has the way that you sort of approach writing or the way that you get inspiration changed um, in the past little while?
1: Yeah, look, I haven't been writing much, to be totally honest. Oh, that's probably unfair on myself. I have been writing. Um, what's been really fun is I've, I'm actually co-writing a book with someone for the first time, um, and it's an adult book, actually. Um, so that's a new challenge as well. Uh, that's been really fun. We just basically we brainstormed the story together. It's a romance and we agreed that we just wanted to do something that would be just joyous and not have to stress too much about it and that kind of thing. And, and we, we write a chapter each and pass it back and forth. So that has been actually really positive and really fun um, to work on because it's, just, it's a collaborative experience, which is so rare as a writer in general, but especially in lockdown when we can't really leave the house and you don't get much outside um input so that's been really special but in terms of my own writing I think with the deep end the deep end was really great for me because it felt so much more achievable it was like okay I um you know I need I know the word count it's about like a quarter a fifth or a quarter of what my a novel length word count would be which felt much more attainable and so um that helped me to focus because I think I felt less overwhelmed so I did a little bit at a time Um, And then, yeah, other than that, like, I have a couple of other, like, I have a YA project that I put on, that has been on pause for a while that I'd really like to get back to. Um, So, yeah, I think that's been the biggest challenge is just, I guess, trying to get the mental energy to actually do it, Um, you know, and I think that's something probably a lot of people have been struggling with. Um, so yeah I think probably what's helped me is like the the shorter more attainable goal and then also just working with someone else and making it into more of a social and fun activity has been has been good
0: yeah oh I'm glad that that like yeah you've been really productive anyway (laughs) so that's really wonderful and I keep um, thinking that even just through these conversations I've been having with a few people as part of this series has helped me an enormous amount so I actually think having those conversations with people and talking about writing and making like connecting with the community has been really helpful
1: it makes such a difference I think um in the brief period when we were actually allowed out of the house we managed to get Sydney Writers Festival in, which was so we were so lucky um and that in itself it was a really beautiful reminder of like oh this is the community and this is we all love books and we all love reading and, and many of us love writing and it's and and you feel more alive and your brain wakes up on those kind of days. And we've just been missing that so much in the last two years. So I think it's hard, but yeah, like we definitely, you definitely need that connection and and actually like talking to people. I love social media, I'm addicted to social media, but it's it's just different when you actually talk to people.
0: So um, yeah, I think community is really important. There's been some amazing books that have come out this year. Um, I loved like raw ripping through your new book in one sitting the other day. Um, what have you been reading? I've been reading, there's been a lot of um, great YA. I've, been, I've read um, Danielle
1: Binks' um, latest, um, The Monster of Her Age, which is great. Um, what else have you been reading? Tobias Madden's um, Anything But Fine was really lovely. Um, yeah, I'm also reading, at the moment, I just started um, Are You There, Buddha? by Pip Harry, which is, it was actually funny because earlier in the year, it was like a Twitter conversation came up and, and it turned like I don't know how that, it turned out we talked about myself Pip and then Emily Gale um who was co-writing with Nova Weedman we all talked about we actually were all working on like swimming books <laughs> or swimming related books so I went out and made sure I, I bought them um, and um yeah so now I'm, I'm reading Pip, Pip's book because I'm like well supporting the swim
0: team I suppose <laughs> I know that you'll like Pip's book, I think I can see readers moving from hers and Emily and, and Nova's work as well right into your into your books. Um, um, and thanks so much Jenna for chatting with me today. Um, this episode is being supported by Book Grove, which is an independent bookshop down in Ocean Grove, which is actually my Hometown bookshop. Um, so when everybody can, please go and visit Stacy and her team. Uh, but in the meantime, you can use the link in the description to buy Jenna's books and have a little virtual visit down at the beautiful beach side of town of Ocean Grove. So thank you, Jenna. Is there anything else you wanted to mention? I just hope everyone's doing well as well as they can. And
1: um, you know, I know it's a bit hard to read and concentrate at the moment. So just be gentle with yourselves and um, in in enjoy it as much as you can seek joy as much as you can um but yeah no thank you it's been great chatting to you nature's corrupted and such is far away